0: Welcome back, people. It is episode 21 of the Taxi Squad Podcast. We are back. Vince, how the hell are
1: you? Dude, I'm doing all right. I got a little heat Celtics popping up right under me right now, so I'll give that a couple little views going on today. But hey, we got we got plenty of things to talk about this week. Happy oh, yeah. to be here. Um, we're about to have a nice Memorial Day weekend coming up here as well, so... Mazel oh. top. It's, by the way, people, it is Wednesday today, so we're going to be even more accurate this week. We so, um, accurate. so before actually, before we start all this, just tell me before this game starts, who's winning, Cedar, Celtics or Heat?
0: Who's at home? Who's away?
1: It's it's 2-2 in the series, the Heat are at home. Ooh. Celtics whomped them last time.
0: Well, Celtics were at home. Yeah. Right? Now we're coming back to Miami thinking we're gonna have to go with the heat tonight
1: yeah it's been back and forth i'm, I'm gonna, gonna take go. the celtics for fun
0: but... take the licks for fun okay here we yeah. go i just wanted to here put that go. out
1: there before the game starts so we're not biased or anything you already know yeah
0: no no bias here so Vinny's taking the licks you know chicago <laughs> mike's taking the heat jimmy b squad rep and let's go you let's know what go. i mean we'll see we'll see how it goes we'll get into this a little bit deeper as we move on but vince i mean we would be remiss to talk about how big this past weekend was. Huge. I mean, for you. huge. It's monumental. Huge for you, and huge hey,
1: for you. Congratulations.
0: Thank you. Thank you. You're so welcome. for the listeners, I've been alluding uh, probably, God, now, months. And she doesn't listen too often, so I like to leave her nuggets to go back to. But <laughs> I am engaged.
1: So Yay. put a leg
0: on it. Life is good. We're snapping Snaps. here. Gorgeous pics. You know? Gorgeous oh, pics. yeah. Oh, yeah. It was It was a fairy tale. When I'll financially recover, I'll let everybody know. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, hey, at the end of the day, you do this once in your life. If you do it right, that is. And we are ready to get to the next steps. Huge supporter of the pod. Big reason why I am here today. May uh, we so ch- shout out to that beautiful lady. Love her. And what I call her now, my fiance. so i am a lucky guy but with all of that vince you you got some big news too
1: i did i got uh promoted at my nine to five very cool very cool makes more money you know it's great um fun time very busy man but not busy enough to not be podcasting with my boy come on yeah let's go
0: let's go i mean you know what at the end of the day this is my safe space this is our safe space right (laughs) This is our safe space where we get a place to just talk shit about sports. Yep. and not only that, but you know, blow off some steam during the week. And we appreciate everybody tuning in. I, I want to give like a specific shout out to everybody Love. downloading right now in the RSS feed. Like crazy, blown away today.
1: Yeah, like our numbers, especially like the last like couple of months, have been amazing. So thank you for listening. Truly appreciate it. Thank you for downloading. Thanks for listening at the end. And when we say, like, oh, rate us and download, people are actually doing it. It's amazing. I love you guys. I hope you guys stick around forever because we will continue to be making content like this.
0: Fascinating. We appreciate you all. We love you all. And with all of that being said, one of our favorite segments, we hope it's one of yours. Strange and Unusual's back. Yes. Strange and, and Unusual's back. We got a lot this one's of
1: this particularly movie. violent. <laughs>
0: Which one are we starting with? Um, Um, No, I'm just
1: saying both of them. One of them is verbally violent.
0: (laughs) The other one is physically violent. So we'll start with verbal and then we'll get to the physical. So Javon Kinlaw of the San Francisco 49ers. D-tackle for those who don't know. Yeah. Defensive end for for the 49ers. Former first-round pick. Absolutely destroys this reporter, Grant Cohen. Uh, on his YouTube channel, but he explains the story so articulately on YouTube, and then goes to say that Kinlaw made a point to come up to him, knock his hat off of him, and then called him a bitch ass. You know what? And this is just absolutely insane to me. If an NFL player was like wanting to get in a fight with me, I don't know if I'd want to shit or wind my watch. Probably both but i mean i need your take on this i mean i mean this is insane i saw this today i was like boy we gotta chat about this
1: yeah it's um so this is pretty new to me um contrary to what last week you sent this to me and i was like excuse me um i've never heard of grant cohen in my life um by watching these videos he seems like a colorful lad for sure i'm kind of in the same similar uh media area that we are more or less um just goes about things a little differently than i would it kind of seems like um this guy makes this video just basically laying it all out like you said saying he came up to him knocked his hat off all this stuff they went out to the practice field he like walked across the field and said that kinlaw like purposely went up to him and all that said he had like a little little pecker all this stuff just really demeaning his manliness um but but i don't know the more i think about it i've kind of had like an hour or so to like marinate on this the more i think about it the more i'm like there's no way in hell like (laughs) that he didn't do anything to ask for this like there's no way in hell
0: yeah he basically told this grant cohen that he had a little pecker and then said, stop fucking playing with me and talking on my name. And to give that some background. That's the kicker, Grant- yeah. Yeah. Grant Cohen basically has said uh, about Javon Kinlaw that he had no business being drafted in the first round and that the 49ers should have taken Tristan Wurfs, offensive tackle uh iowa which has become tom brady's you know biggest defender and so to speak and literally and figuratively so with all of that being said it's not like he doesn't deserve some of this smoke but then again as a professional athlete you're a millionaire you're going to let a low level dude that's not even allowed to talk to the players he wants that oh Yeah. yeah he wants all this smoke
1: And you could tell, like, after this, too, like, he had comments saying, like, oh, like, just off of this, like, I can make, like, millions, I can retire off of this, like, all this stuff, just, like, kind of provoking him to, like, hit him and shit. It's just, it's really odd. Um, And this was inside the 49ers facility, need I remind you. So it's like this guy was at work, and then all of a sudden it was just, like, obviously there's there's bad blood. He said, you're a straight bitch. Your effing balls shriveled up, you little dick blank. Stop fucking playing with me, bruh. <laughs> like that is that's not just like a I hate this guy from random. Like that's some I saw some shit you said and I just want you to know that you're nothing to me.
0: <laughs> oh man, this is definitely one of these situations where uh yeah. He told him when he approached him he got cold. He said, yeah. You don't fucking know me like that. None of y'all <laughs> motherfuckers know me like that, bruh. Stop playing with me. I'm not the one. I'm fucking not the one, bro. My whole family know what you look like. This is fantastic. Right. So obviously it's not random. Obviously,
1: like what he was saying is like, there's no way it could be random because his whole family knows what he looks like. There's no way he'd be interested. And mind you, Javon Kinlaw is like 6'5", 320. And like Greg Cohen, maybe 5'9", on a good day, maybe 180 pounds. Just a different all together
0: <laughs> and i mean like i mean kinlaw looks like he's straight out like straight out like a friday movie like i he's like debo like you just don't want oh, yeah. to Debo.
1: hell you know no. i'm saying
0: and i mean yeah. like eh, i don't know he's got balls to do this but i mean hey kinlaw gave him everything he could have wanted that's what i don't like about it because these pests get this type of pub i mean hence we're talking about it but I don't know what this means for Kinlaw. We're not
1: talking <laughs> shit, though.
0: <laughs> no, we would never talk shit. I mean, power <laughs> to you for playing in the NFL. God bless you. But at yeah. the end of the day, I mean, how does this go for Kinlaw? Because I could imagine if you're already on thin ice with the team, this might be grounds for release. Is that out of bounds? Yeah.
1: I don't think you will, just given the history. Um, there's also a big thing. Like, a lot of 49ers players came out, and they were just like, fuck this guy like we shouldn't even be letting a guy like this into our building like all this stuff so like he got he has a lot of cred with at least with the teammates that he's with but still i mean you can't do that <laughs> i mean it is a, it's it's a lot of things but when you're at a professional environment like you can't do that but i i don't think this is grounds for release but i definitely think it's kind of one of those come in hey you know you can't do that like if you do it again this is a different conversation next time
0: pretty much definitely Definitely interesting to me, though. I, this is one of those situations where you look at it. Definitely, a pest shouldn't be getting that now. Does this Grant Cohen get his his press license pulled? That is the next step.
1: I don't know, cause like, did he provoke anything when he was there?
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's no. freedom of
1: press. So, like, what, like, what do you do? What do you do with freedom of press there?
0: True, because it's, it's like he spell. said what
1: he thought and. Javon just took fucking took word of it, and he's just like, "Nah, I don't know. It's a well, weird situation." He went on right? his
0: podcast afterwards, so I don't know how much of this is him like wanting to tell him you're a bitch, basically. Like,
1: wait, he went on they he went on Cohen's uh, podcast. Uh huh. <laughs> oh
0: no. After kidding. the fact, went on Cohen's podcast to call him a bitch, and was like, "Javon, I don't know what your problem is with me, like." If you go on the YouTube channel, he what legit a badass. took the time to go on the podcast and said, <laughs> you a bitch.
1: Dude, that's awesome. He told him off, and then he goes on his podcast thinking he's going to like apologize or some shit, and he's like, I just want to double down real quick.
0: <laughs> I'm going to double down. You a bitch. Stop talking shit on Monday.
1: Hey, do you got time on Monday from like 2 to 3 so I can call you bitch again? <laughs>
0: Dude, that's nuts. He scheduled it out, bro. <laughs> that's so nuts to me, man. It's it's so interesting. that It's kind of like, hilarious, though. He clearly wants all the smoke, this Grant Cohen. Like, clearly oh, yeah. wants all of it.
1: Hey, where there's smoke, there's fire. And where there's fire, there's news. So that's content right there.
0: And speaking of more news. Yeah. Now.
1: We're getting more from, aggression.
0: <laughs> more aggression. Now we're going physical. Former third-round draft pick of the Denver Broncos.
1: Mhm. Brendan Langley.
0: Langley. Just got in a full-blown fucking fist fight with this guy at the <laughs> airport. Wasn't his fault though, for uh-uh. a record, if you look he at He didn't the video, provoke it. No.
1: Like, he was Grant, okay, he was obviously disgruntled. There's no doubt about it. Like he's definitely disgruntled. Um he's like talking to these TSA agents or whatever and this dude that comes up to him, smaller, less muscular. Like if you looked at the two, you're like one person's going to win this fight, one person's going to lose smaller guy walks up with like fists of fury and just kind of like open hand slaps him (laughs) like it was like an odd situation but i mean once you know you know he he didn't fire off the first shot like a tsa agent did and he's like nah fuck that you're not physically assaulting me so he took care of business hit him a couple times pushed him over guy went flying face all bloody tsa guy comes looking for some more sauce and the guy's like what do you want me to do? Do it again? Like, like, just, like we already saw how this worked out,
0: dude. I would not want to get in a fight with a professional athlete. Like, I'm good, I'm
1: especially good not a that. foul player.
0: Oh yeah, fuck all that noise. They get their oh. ass
1: hit all the time. They are ready for that shit.
0: Well, here's the thing. Like, like listen, in in the fact that he open hand slapped him in the yeah, words of wild. Ch- in the words of Charlie Murphy. Like back back in the seventeen hundreds, if you slapped another grown man in the face, you you would challenge him to a duel. Somebody uh-huh. had to go after that. I mean, yeah. that's real shit. So clearly <laughs> it's one of these things where this guy was looking for it and oh boy did he get it.
1: He got it. Yeah. That guy's gonna think twice before fighting another NFL player.
0: I mean I just wanna know start what was going
1: through know. that guy's head.
0: Like I mean, what po- he he looks soft as fuck, I'm not gonna lie. If you watch the video on TMZ, he does look like softer than cotton candy. He's
1: not soft though. You can't really call him soft cuz he not walked, Lin- walked No, him. not
0: Brandon Langley, the guy who slapped him.
1: Well, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. You can't even really call him soft cuz he kind of walked up to him and started hitting him. An idiot, sure, but soft? Well, I mean to me, he provoked listen, the fight.
0: <laughs> Langley's his hands were at his waist. So I mean, yeah. what he he wasn't like gearing up to hit anybody. It's just like, no, yeah. he got hit and best believe you're going to know what's going on now.
1: Yeah, it was like the baggage exchange. I don't even know if it was TSA. It was like United baggage. What
0: can
1: happen? <laughs> nah, happen? Nothing. Nothing in the airport would cause me to do that. <laughs>
0: like I just except if someone this. takes
1: except when someone takes their entire barefoot out on an airplane. This is a. I'll, let me digress, but like <laughs> I saw that happen last time I was in an airplane, and I almost puked. I want to walk up to the guy and be like. Open feet on an airplane, dude. We're like thirty five thousand feet up here, and you're just gonna take your feet out, bro? <laughs>
0: like, get out of here! Oh, so gross. People but I still don't know do if that? I would
1: physically assault the guy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying.
0: No, I'm not gonna physically assault you because your gross ass feet are out.
1: But was, I was it like feet. extra? No, no, totally. Was it extra money? You think like it was over fifty pounds or whatever?
0: I don't <laughs> like Brandon, know. Brandon
1: Langley's so, like, I'm not like... paying that.
0: You're perfect. Yeah, like well, how does it Like, what's the breakdown of this scenario? Is it was, That's what I'm saying? Was it like, no, fuck you. I'm not paying the extra fifty dollars. Ten for bucks,
1: ten dollars more because it's fucking fifty-three pounds. How about no? And then this guy's like, I'm gonna slap him.
0: <laughs> oh, this is it. You Cross the line.
1: Hey, you can't. You don't talk to my friends like that. I'm gonna slap him. <laughs> You're not paying
0: the extra fifty dollars for the extra socks. Here you go. Yep. But you know, you don't keep some, it moving. There's something about the TSA. Okay. That, like, I swear to God, they get excited if your bag's overweight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I've been there. Like, you put it on the scale and they're like, oh, overweight. Looks like we got a winner. (laughs) They get like a bell. And then you're opening up your bag, you're pulling out a boot, a sock, and you're like, is this three pounds?
1: right exactly (laughs) you take stuff out put it in your carry-on you get get to the place and you're like i have one like shoe and like four different like (laughs) random things for my toiletry bag and
0: unless you're going on like a like an excursion of like 10 days who what what grown-ass man needs 50 pounds of luggage well i went
1: to my i went to my buddy's wedding had my suit in there brought my playstation and like bunch of controllers and shit, and we weighed it, and it was like 32 pounds. I'm like, how could you you have 18 more? You brought your PlayStation,
0: Vince? You brought your PlayStation?
1: Yeah, I mean, it was the boys. We were at a wedding. We had like this cool movie theater thing that we were waiting for the wedding to start, so we were playing Home Run Derby, bro. It was sick.
0: Okay, that is kind of sick.
1: Yeah, so don't judge. You
0: brought the (laughs) PS5 out on the airplane. To Colorado. To
1: To To Colorado. Colorado. no. It was no PS4. Bugger. I didn't want to bring my five. I got to keep, I got to make sure I keep that clean. So
0: oh, an aristocrat, huh? You okay. better believe it. Okay. I like the classics, brother. I like the classics. Sometimes you got to keep it classy, you know, five. you know, but I mean, definitely some strange and unusual shit going on. Yeah. I mean, definitely some, some stuff here that makes you go, wait, a keep minute." keep those Ooh. hands
1: primed is what we're saying. Keep those hands, keep primed. those hands
0: primed and definitely be sure to tell somebody that they have no balls. Um, shriveled balls <laughs> shriveled balls no balls i've got big balls now that's, let's good. Trim- that's
1: a cool fact <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a cdc song for the I record i got
1: dude. big balls yeah i know
0: <laughs> yes 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 now let's move into nba talk vince this is yes. a crazy start to each series we all yes. kind of knew that the Eastern conference finals was going to be a far better matchup than the yes. Western conference finals. But why don't you kick this off? Cause this is your baby.
1: Yeah. So we just talked about this, but the Eastern conference finals, this game four or game five is going to be played by the time you're listening to this. So we already made our picks. Obviously it's about to start up right now, actually. Um, it's weird. It's um, and I've heard, this is obviously the consensus across everybody right now, but All these games are kind of blowouts. Like, not. Okay, so to break it down in the Eastern Conference. So, the first game, the Heat win by 11. Second game, Boston wins by 25. So, like, the first two, you're like, okay, that was decent margins. And the second game, you're like, it's crazy. The middle game here, the Heat won by six. Um, But if you watched it, it kind of felt the whole time where it was like, yeah, the Heat are going to win this. The Heat are going to win this. At the end, the the Celtics started coming back a bit, but they just didn't have enough juice. And then two nights ago, Celtics won by 20. So it's like, yeah, they're switching it back and forth. Yeah, the series tied at two, but the actual games aren't competitive. It's really weird. Like Usually you'd expect like an even series to have even games. But in this regard, it's just 20 points here, 20 points there every single time.
0: Well, what I would say is, is we recorded last Tuesday on game one and that game in itself looked like the Celtics were going to run away with that after that first half. And you were like, oh boy, Heat don't look good. Celtics got this in the bag. And then the heat just totally woke up in the second half and just went on like a a 30 to two run. Like basically the third quarter of that game, the Celtics, I think scored like a matter of like five points. Mm -hmm. Like it was pathetic. Um, now they've won
1: most quarters in the series too. That's the thing, but the heat just get really hot sometimes. And it just goes hot heat, no baby
0: pun intended, no pun intended whatsoever, but it is very true. It seems like the heat catch this pocket and they definitely just go, um, you know, right now I definitely think Jimmy and this team are grinding together. They're coming together. Losing Tyler hero. Isn't good, but supposedly he is Not back sweet. tonight. Ah, uh, not depth trust. From what I'm reading, not trust. Not trust. Okay, so no, he's looking
1: swaggy right now, though, wearing all white with these like dope ass glasses on. Very clean.
0: You got to be super swaggy to wear all white if you're a white dude. Yeah. True statement. Oh yeah, yeah, he true he statement. gets it though.
1: If you're true in the David. NBA, you
0: get a pass. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. <laughs> and bam, like of if I of bio. If
1: I did, I'd look like a fucking like. I looked like I'm going to Greece for the fucking weekend.
0: No, if I, <laughs> with I did, i all I'd the look hair like out. Exactly, if I, I look like a cloud with all my gray hair. Yep, exactly. Like, What's up, baby? <laughs> Mich- I'm Michelin a cloud Man or some shit. <laughs> if I get a good tangle and I look like DJ Khaled, yeah, like, right. We we the best. Around, <laughs> we the best. Just walk around everywhere and be like, "Why am I yelling?" Damn. Um, <laughs> I who's mean, the wh- best? who's the we the best? Do you okay? Yes. So sidebar about DJ Khaled when Kylie <laughs> Reed was at NIU. She said she went to the DJ Khaled concert and literally the only thing he did was just rap along to the music and scream his own name and say, well, dude, he doesn't
1: have he does. He's not a rapper. He
0: doesn't have a talent.
1: (laughs) He's the DJ. He used to be a really good producer. And then that just kind of went by the wayside.
0: I I guess now you just make millions and ride jet skis and tell everybody stay blessed. And then, yeah, right.
1: Major key alert. Major key. crazy shit dude
0: I mean major key is what's good but for real though it's 100% something where you're like I don't think I'd ever see DJ Khaled live in concert I would never Khaled was the DJ
1: but back in the day with like Jeezy and shit and like Lil Wayne and stuff like he definitely he had his heyday
0: yeah the Jeezy times were dope but Jeezy then again is just used to laugh and go "Ha, ha ha. Yeah. It's it like, like to finish shot in the wall? always <laughs> <laughs> used to be like, I put off. Yeah. I mean, like, Shit. I'm it. so hood. <laughs> bang. That was actually Ace Hood. That was Oh, it was. Was, was T-Pain
1: in that, too? T-Pain and,
0: and Kanye, Kanye was that. Yeah, that's what it was. was. That song that. bang, too. Yeezy was um, in that, and he had some bars in that. But continue.
1: Yeah, no, but I was just going to say, so. Marcus Smart, Robert Williams, back available for the game tonight. Um, That's big for them. I think, truly, that Robert Williams is probably a better defender overall than Marcus Smart is. I know it's insane to say because Marcus Smart won Defensive Player of the Year, but everybody kind of knows that. I mean, first guard since I don't know how long. Somebody's won it. I think that was kind of a shoe in You're like, okay. But Robert Williams is actually much more important for their down-low defense, especially on BAM, um, especially driving the lane there. The thing that I have with this series – more than anything is I think, I think Boston just has more pieces and I don't like, yeah, Miami was the best team in the East this year, but Boston was too. They started coming back at the end of the year. There's just, you know, you get Horford, like if Horford actually produces like he was earlier, that's a big piece. You got Tatum, obviously you got Jalen Brown. I would honestly take Tatum and Brown over Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry or whoever you're going to put as two. Bam is not playing that well. And, the games that the Heat have won, the Celtics were closer than what the games that the Celtics won. The Heat were less close. That was a huge thing. So I don't know. It obviously obviously it depends on who gets hot at the right time. I just, it just, I don't know. This year feels so Celtics to me. I don't know why.
0: I mean, we call the Celtics winning this series from day one. Mm-hmm. Now, not saying we predict futures here, but just saying that that's kind of what we decided early on. Now, watching this series, I do believe you know Marcus Smart coming back was a huge thing for them, and Mm. then not only that, but Al Horford being in the rotations also very big for them, just as a vet presence. Now, with all of that being said, I would agree with you stating that the Celtics maybe do have a little bit more depth right now than the Heat, right? With Hero going down, I think that's a big six-man to lose off the bench, and then Bam Adebayo not playing to his full potential. That can't hurt you because Bam, when he's on his shit, is just one of the best big men in basketball. He's just a force so, to be
1: reckoned with. Yeah.
0: Right. So, if, when we really break it down, I mean, we said the series was going to go six and it very well could. But at this stage of the game, I think we're going seven.
1: I think we are too. <laughs> it's going to be back and forth. I mean, they keep trading off games too. It's like Heat win, Boston wins, Heat win, Boston wins. So, Tonight's going to be a really big litmus test to know what's going to happen for the rest of the series because I do think if Boston goes up a game here and then they go home, that's going to be an interesting (laughs) situation for Miami. Because Boston, I mean, say what you will about them, their fans and everything, but they come out and they support when it happens. So I don't know. It could be – I still think it's going to go seven. I like seven. I like this series. I think this might be the best series of the whole entire playoffs at this point just given that I don't like, and we're going to talk about the other side for in a little bit, but like right now, it seems like these are probably the closest teams comparable, like talent wise. Um, I don't know how they're going to match up. What's looking like golden state, either of these teams, but the way that these two teams play against each other is really exciting to watch. It's good basketball. I just wish the games were closer.
0: Yeah. I believe that it's going to get closer as this series closes. Going into game five tonight, I feel like these games following are going to be telltale signs. And tonight will be one as well. If the Celtics come out and blow them out, I don't see a way that the Celtics don't go home and just sweep these next two games. Yeah.
1: That's what you expect.
0: To me, that's what it's looking like at this stage of the game. But the basketball playoffs are so flighty. I mean, you just don't know. You just don't know.
1: I mean, and at the end of the day, like I feel like the Celtics have the momentum, but they are tied. So there's there's a a very real possibility that these next games could go one team, next team, one team, next team, and then whoever gets to the end, whoever's the last team to win wins. Which is that's really, really? fun. It's just is that,
0: how that, that works? is how
1: that works. If it game seven, the last team to win that's that's who wins. And welcome to our sports podcast where we talk about sports like that.
0: We talk about sports <laughs> like that, and when you win the last game. You win the series. So it's going to be very interesting to see how this progresses. Tonight's going to be a very good game. Uh, I like Vince's take. Then again, I do feel like the Heat have something to prove at home, has a feeling of a W for the Heat. But we will continue to monitor this. Now let's segue. This has been the most underwhelming series of basketball I think I've seen in a very long time and poses a question that I want to talk to you about being the basketball aficionado. Of the Taxi Squad podcast. Is it out of bounds to say. That Phoenix would have been a far better matchup. For Golden State than Dallas is.
1: No. I mean. If you look at it player by player. No. It makes a lot of sense. You're like okay. You got big men. You got superstars. You know. Chris Paul. Steph Curry. D. Book. Klay Thompson. All that. But also. Like. Like Dallas kind of took care of business there like they didn't have a really hard time like you know that last game was horrendous so i don't know if they would have had it would have been a better matchup i think but that last game was
0: horrendous Vince, I'm no not talking one... about that. You know I know I'm just saying, saying right no right one
1: does no one deserves to be here if they lose like that.
0: That was ridiculous. But then again, there's there's posing the question. So you have a veteran presence like Chris Paul that can cover Steph. You have yeah. a big man in the middle like DeAndre Ayton you know, to go up against Draymond and then you yeah. have and like Buffs Michael
1: Bridges there. was like a good defender and yeah.
0: Jameson Crowder, another good defender. So is it out of bounds to say right now that if Phoenix, shout out Suns, I'm repping right now, if they're in this series, is it out of bounds to say that it's maybe a tied series?
1: Yes, that, I do think so.
0: That's my whole just, thing right now. It's not, I think it is they, out of,
1: Go ahead. No, it, I think it is out of bounds to say that because – like, if you look at how they were playing against the, the Mavs, the Mavs are a worse team, or like a way worse team than Golden State. And, like, the guys that they couldn't cover, like, granted, it was mostly Luka, and that's how it's going to be across the board. And I said this before, is like the matchups between, like, Draymond and Luka is going to be kind of a bitch, and it has proved to be. But... The I think it was defensive woes for Phoenix, and that does not go well against the Warriors because if they can't if they can't d up Dorian Finney Smith and Luka Doncic and Spencer Dinwiddie and Jalen Brunson, like what do they expect to do against Clay Steph? Like even Draymond just like just being there is like his aura being there in general. Like Jordan Poole plays well. I don't. You'd like to think that it would be a good matchup. You'd like to think that the the player by player matchup makes a lot more sense. But I just don't I think the Suns lost a lot of juice there. Like a lot of juice. And I don't think that would have changed anything if they won that series.
0: Hmm. Interesting. I believe But I
1: do I, think it's better matchups. I will say that.
0: That's my that's my most humble opinion. Maybe I'm a smidge biased. No big deal since the Suns are my West team, but still it's one of these scenarios where I feel as if that this series would have benefited greatly from Phoenix being in it. Unfortunately, they fell asleep there against Dallas, hey, which I don't think they took very seriously at all.
1: That's That was the thing, too. It's just like the playoffs are the playoffs, and anything can happen. Playoffs? Um, We're talking playoffs? playoffs. I will say the, they didn't get swept yet. So you're actually yeah, listening mean... to this. So when if you listen to this when it comes out, it's actually going to be before the game starts. So this is going to be the most accurate like NBA opinions that we have ever on these series. But they won 119 to 109 on Tuesday. Uh it was just kind of like a whatever game. They won, good for them. It wasn't like they blew them out of the water or anything like that. Um Jason Kidd had some choice words talking to his team. By the way, I think he did a wonderful job this year, Jason Kidd did. And he's gotten yeah. a lot of flack as coaching just, you know, being with the Nets and all that. Um but they're saying the biggest compliment they got is playing zone, because the Warriors can't play us one on one, right? Oh, excuse me, sorry. Um, oh, that? <laughs> that was gross. It was like a gross. deep burp. It was oh, a deep burp. I sounded God. like a dragon. Dude, maybe I'll put disgusting. maybe I'll put that little <laughs> maybe I'll put that little like uh, that little like jazz thing that I put in there whenever something messed up happens. I'll just you put could. that over my burp. Yeah, there. Put, put a little jazz. Or another... or
0: <laughs> Yeah, or another, or maybe you yeah. should put a Tim Allen home improvement. What? Um you do that as but, well. I mean, whatever works.
1: But yeah, but even so, it's just like
0: I just they don't have
1: the pieces. Like, obviously, Golden State's gonna take this. I think I don't even think that Dallas has a chance to win another game. Um, and then the thought process there, if that were to happen, and again, maybe I'm getting a little too ahead of myself, but if Golden State wins this in say five you know, if they win tomorrow, and the Heat and the Celtics go seven games, is that a benefit or is that a drawback of winning a series that early?
0: I believe personally it's always a benefit, and I know a lot of people say that, oh, it's a negative, but I guess it just all depends, right? So a lot of people were looking at the Celtics saying that, okay, it was a negative for them playing a seven-game series against the Bucks to then come in to a Miami Heat team who had swept, And are just kind of chilling um, and got a time to relax their legs a little bit. Now, being an older team, I believe the Warriors would benefit from that time off.
1: And experience. Um, They're seasoned.
0: Oh, yeah. They've been here before. They've done it. I think last night with everything going on uh, in our fucked up world right now with the school shootings and shit, uh, by the way, RIP. I mean, it's just absolutely miserable. Um, you know, I feel as if that there was some sort of, uh, distraction for them. Uh, and if you pay attention to Steve Kerr's statements, they're very correct and they're very heartfelt. And I believe they were just kind of overcome by a little bit of emotion last night as a team mm-hmm. and, you know, game six, they'll just come through and do what they do. Basically. Um, I will say this, your prediction of Draymond and Luca, this entire series has come to fruition.
1: Yeah. The, it's the, hysterical. Sons, the sons didn't have a guy to guard them. It's like all their best defenders were too small. Mm-hmm. And like, and like I say this every time when you watch Luca play, it's not like he's too fast. It's like the thing it's body size and it's like very concise movements. Like he's, he's always like one of those like pump fake when you get the ball, he never shoots it. He always pump fakes it when he gets the ball, someone bites, maybe move over to the left, maybe like one jab step, just drive in the lane finger roll fade away whatever it may be he's an insane offensive talent I love them if it wasn't just him that'd be awesome maybe I mean they definitely overperform this year but it's something that you run into a defensive chainsaw that's Draymond's role in the NBA as in general everybody knows it and like it's not only him it's just the fact that they have a good enough defense where he can focus on Luka that's the biggest thing where he's like, okay, you guys got other shit. I can kind of get on this guy. And he's not going to shut him down, but if you keep him to twenty-eight points on less than fifty percent shooting, then you did a great job.
0: Now, Vince, let me ask you this in regards to Luca Doncic. If he goes left two times and then he goes right two times and then he hops two times, is he doing the ghetto hokey pokey? I mean, I'm just <laughs> I'm just like curious to know this. Those are the questions that I need to know. Because does, does after he score, does he cha-cha real smooth? Because, I mean, these are just questions I have legitimate answers to. Uh, dude, so- I mean <laughs> – Oh that
1: we're asking the real questions here. Folks. I hope
0: <laughs> I hope you, everybody saw my wheel spinning because it was 100 like. Did you just say to the left two times, to the right it's two just, times, and then cha cha real smooth? All right, every do, wedding do, do, ever do, do, and do, do, very.
1: <laughs> oh, Charlie Brown.
0: All right, let's continue. Yes. Um, so looking at this series, you know, last night may have been the anomaly of the series, considering yes. that, you know, they lost by damn near 20 points, yep. um, you know, avoid the sweep. There was a rain delay of a basketball yes. game. Wild. A rain Wild. delay. One of I mean, the weirdest
1: things I've ever seen.
0: <laughs> we might have, we, we may have should have included this in strange and unusual, but very strange and unusual. There was a leak in the roof of the Mav stadium.
1: Do you see what they to- did to fix it? No, they sent. Okay, so you know how they have those like those like really tall. uh What do you call them? Like walk catwalk things up top, like most stadiums have them, where people can like walk up and where they hang the banners and all that bullshit. Oh
0: yeah, those are trippy. Yeah, I yeah, they just
1: they sent a dude up there with a the towel. <laughs> That's it.
0: I know. I'm like, what is he supposed to do? You think they have, like, a patch or something, but right. just or like, towel. You just expect them to, like, hold a bucket.
1: <laughs> like, it's full. What? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I was like, what are you supposed to do? Catch it with the towel? It was insane. I mean, and, like, you- for me, my, like, completed version to heights, and you have the same thing where it's, like, heights are no bueno. Like, if someone told me to go do that, like, hey, stop that leak with a towel and walk on this catwalk, I would immediately quit my job. I'd be like, first off, this doesn't make any sense, and second off, Why'd you give me a towel? <laughs>
0: it's like first off, no. Second of all, I'm going home. But yeah, listen, like I, I agree with this 100. percent I feel as if heights scare the shit right out of me. Yeah. Uh, if anybody is familiar with Chicago, they have a lot of tall buildings. I got engaged yes. at one. It was my lovely fiance's idea to get up on a ledge. That's twenty. At the Palmer
1: House. If you've been there, it's very beautiful.
0: No, not Palmer House, London House. Or London house, house, excuse me, geez. Absolutely Jeez. stunning hotel. Uh, shout out to the people there. They did a wonderful job. But at the end of the day, you're 21 stories up. There's this ledge. How they let you stand there and I have no Crazy. clue. Crazy. But I was shitting an absolute brick. I couldn't even look to my left. So it's how such this guy
1: picture, dude, like the picture of you guys is so cute. But like knowing you, I just knew you were sitting there and you're like, I'm going to fucking die if I stand up here any longer. Like, She's like, you look really look beautiful, but left. we have to get we have to get down. Well, yeah. And I get this left. whole thing where like you, you want to like jump off to end it. You know, <laughs> you're just like, OK, like I'm freaking out. Like either I can get off this way or I can get off this way, but I'm not just going to stand here the whole time, you know? <laughs> no,
0: no, no. Like, yeah, definitely it crosses your mind. Well, that's a really far way down. Yeah, yep. no, definitely wouldn't do it. I asked him. I was like, "Is there anything we'll it, over yeah. over the ledge?" So like, actually, there are two landings, but they're a story apart down. I'm like, "Oh, so you could fall?" <laughs> okay, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> and what what would that do with my big ass? Because I would. Well, fall that's what like I'm a saying too, brick.
1: It's like, listen, we're dense. Like the center of gravity is fine, but if we if we fall over, we are falling, falling. Like it is going to happen. Like oh.
0: Yeah, it's not like women, a, oh i
1: tripped and caught myself you're falling
0: <laughs> no i'm am, i am going it's going to be yes. like slow motion like khalil mac when he would take grown men and throw them like yeah like, and then oh, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 and then yeah, kevin down the street walking his dogs is going to get one large italian right to his temple <laughs> coming
0: down <laughs> well, shout out to kevin Shout out to Kevin. Beautiful
1: dachshund, but you don't have an owner anymore because an Italian landed on him.
0: (laughs) Shout out Kevin McAllister. Uh, That's a whole reference. Anywho, no, but I mean, that's crazy that they were like, you know, Cuban is a multi-billionaire. And he's like, yeah, just get up there with, you know, some dolls. Well,
1: that's what I'm saying. There's got to be a better way
0: to fix that. Yeah, there's got to be. Come on. We shouldn't know it. We should come out with the taxi squad roof patch. (laughs) I like it. A taxi spot roof patch. <laughs> I you know, know, like it a lot. We'll get kit engineered systems to sponsor us, and uh, you know we'll come out with the roof patch. It'll be great. It'll be great. Cool. For situations like this that only happen once in a lifetime. <laughs> so, moving forward, I would like likely to say that the maps are done. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I would say so. I, I'd like them to win one more just for fun, just kind of make it a little hot, um, but. I don't think it's happening. I don't think I don't see a place where it's possible. Just like the talent on that team, the fact that their season that they've been here before, that they've done this, is going to be a big decipher. Because you got no one on the Mavs really has ever been on a deep playoff run like this.
0: No, no, they haven't. Except for Jason Kidd, who at this point I believe might just actually suit up one game and be like, you know what, Luca, I'm just going to feed you, dude.
1: Honestly, you should. <laughs> he, he still he might pretty be. fit.
0: He still looks fit enough to be able to go out there and do it. Who knows? I mean You know actually, what they
1: need? Mike Bibby. You seen him recently?
0: Mike Bibby's jacked.
1: He's jacked. Like, actually, Throw him in the lane. Just, Throw him in the lane.
0: <laughs> Mike Bibby looks like Lou Ferrigno's poo right now. Seriously, yeah. That's I mean, what there's Mike definitely looks like.
1: Some, looks like PEDs up the wazoo, but whatever. Throw him in the middle. Let him just like be a dense block in the middle and no one can get past him. Just all muscle.
0: Yeah, just put his little ass in WWE and, and and it'll be like I don't know. I don't know what they would call him. The Maybe. thing is is
1: like he looks little but he is like
0: 6-1. Yeah, that's true. He's like as tall as we are. So He's a,
1: he's a little basketball player. Little so basketball a, player compared big to 7-footers. But yeah. for
0: most people walking around he's yo. So right. fair enough. I mean, hey, PEDs when you're old enough to justify it, absolutely do it. I mean, not, not? saying not saying that it's out of bounds. You know, right. I mean, and if you don't
1: like, want to do it, don't. But if you know, you don't.
0: But if you want to take a little roids, you know, chances are it may help you in the long run. If, I think the MLB know, made natural. people hate on them. Yeah. You know, yeah.
1: I think that was kind of what it was. It's like steroids are bad. It's like not really. It's just not cool for professional sports to just let people doing steroids. all
0: I mean, the if place. you abuse anything, it's terrible. Now, I believe yeah. that the lifeblood of most aging people is HGH. Like, if yeah. you choose to get on HGH, if you look at Brad Pitt, if you look at Tom Cruise. There's yeah. a reason they look so good and they're so old. That's human growth hormone. Sure. Um, and if you Eat sit here and boys. tell me a lot of NBA or uh, NFL players don't do that, I am NFL like, players do HGH. Hey, you're lying. Yeah. Because they can't test it. It's a natural produced just hormone in your system. It's right. human growth hormone. So some people have more of it. Others do not. So it's very interesting. Now. To get into growth and to talk about a team that's very near and dear and close to our hearts, the Chicago Mm -hmm. Bulls, Uh, Vince gave me a little snippet this uh, pre-show that Zach Levine is going to be a restricted free agent this offseason. Is this correct?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think he's restricted technically, but the, the, the thing is, is he is eligible for a max this year today was the official day where they found out the all NBA teams and all of that, or I think it was yesterday. And then after that, based on if you made an all NBA team, you can get an X amount more per contract. It's a little confusing, but that's kind of how it works. Um, and then for people that know anything about NBA contracts, which are probably not a lot of people because it's such a stupid thing to be into, but here I am. Um, basically the team that the guy's on, he can get a bigger contract from them. So the maximum offer that the bulls can give Zach Levine is a five-year deal for 212 mil. The maximum offer that another team can offer him is four years at 157 mil. So, I mean, you're, you know, you get an extra year and then an extra, what is that? 40 million, 40 plus million. If you play on the bulls again, the only reason this is brought up is because there's a lot of smoke going out about Zach Levine likes the Lakers. He's been a fan with them forever. Or he's been a fan of like what they do. A bunch of teams are going to try to get in on the business. I reserve the right or reserve the thought, I guess, that he's going to take the most money from the team that took him in, made him a one guy for, I don't know, what, four, three, four years. I like to think that he's going to do that. Um, but the in the reality, the biggest measure here, I think, is if the Bulls offer him a max, he's got to take it. <laughs> like it's the most money you could possibly make. There's no other way around it.
0: Well, there, there's, there comes the question because now you know who's talking again, right? Yeah, Lavar Ball is talking. Yeah. again. so sad. And I don't him and Lonzo are boys
1: though. He said that.
0: Oh, yeah, him and Lonzo are close, and they're they're similar age and all this good stuff. But LeVar is like, he's good, he's gone, and blah, blah, blah. So is Lonzo, and blah, blah, blah. But then again, Lonzo has a knee that's not healing. Mm-mm. Levine very has worrisome. to have knee surgery this offseason.
1: He already did. It went successfully.
0: But but, fine. but once again— I'm just
1: saying, I'm just saying, I just, That was that's, that's news.
0: These young Nucleus players are starting to already break down, and it's kind of sign for pause for me. Well, That's- yeah, I
1: mean, this this Levine thing was was a thing for most of the year. And, like, that was the whole conversation where he's been – he played 80% for the last quarter of the season and all of the playoffs from what they played. Um, also, the little bar, bar ball thing is funny because, like, Lonzo signed with the team. He doesn't think Lonzo's leaving. I think he just wants Lonzo to be, like, the two-man on a team, which is so funny to me. <laughs> um, I don't Lonzo take much – there isn't much credence in what he says. Like I can't take much credence in what he says. He's just he's kind of lame. I've always thought he was super lame. Like Levar Ball is just so lame. Like there's no everything he says I'm just like you're lying or you are just purposely like spreading misinaccurate or, inaccur- or inaccuracy just for shits and giggles, which is fine. Well, he's, he's a he's a great
0: he's a great marketer. He's a, yeah, he, he, markets he's himself wonderful. a he markets himself, he markets his kids. He does that well. Right. I, I feel as if you can't knock him for that. But then again, it's just he's always in the news for some sort of nonsense. Yeah. And he's always going to be this guy, right? You know, saying, oh, I could beat Michael Jordan in a game of one on one. But Not you can't validate field, you
1: his can. opinion. No, there's no way. No, yours, no.
0: You know, and like Colin Coward will have him on. And I'm like, this is a absolute insult to fucking journalism. The
1: only thing worse is Skip Bayless if he had him on.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Skip Bayless had him on. You know, here's the thing, Skip. You know, you're wrong for many reasons, but but here's the thing. Dude, that's you an know, insane Shannon Sharp. Lando Ball will never recover from this, Skip. I'm just... <laughs> that's crazy. You're really good at that. Every now and again, I pull a pretty good... <laughs> Shannon Sharp. <laughs> you think Kudma? You think he's really going to be the savior?
1: <laughs> Kudma? No way. He says it it just like Kyle Kuzma.
0: Kyle Kuzma? You think he's really going to be the savior? I just can't. You you, you (laughs) broke me. LeBron James is the greatest ever, Skip. I don't care what you're saying to me.
1: Oh, God. All right, I'm back. (laughs) Damn, that was so funny, dude. That is crazy. Skip was like, no. No, <laughs> yeah, dude. If there's one person in this world that's gonna be, no one's gonna be more sad about LeBron James's retirement than Skip Bayless. Um, he's he's I made a career, it. he's made a career for like for the last 20 years of just being like, I just don't think he's that good.
0: <laughs> it's just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, this is Skip's MO. I mean, Skip, he,
1: he just, yeah, he's just an anti LeBron guy, he's always been that way.
0: What I will say, what's cool about Skip is that Skip does a wonderful job of supporting my guy, Tom Brady
1: mm-hmm. and
0: got Mike Twelve and MJ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but then again, skip covered MJ when yep. the polls were relevant. So
1: that's why he's got such an af- affiliation with them.
0: So back to Levine after we, yes. after we went oh, on <laughs> <laughs> you think he's coming back. I personally believe he would fit in in a team that could give him the max. Um, which would be like a Grizzlies or somebody like that who could mm-hmm. bring him in if he was a unrestricted free agent. But I don't mm-hmm. see how he would fit on the Lakers at all. That that would just be a
1: shit. Dude, show. no one can. No one fits on the Lakers. It dude, okay. So this happens every year. It's the same thing with like um when there's like a MLB free agent, it's like, oh, well, he's gonna be a Yankee. Or like now it's like he's gonna be a Dodger, but that actually happens. Um it's like every year, it's like, oh, LeBron's going to get Levine easy. It's like, where the fuck are they going to get the money for a max
0: right now? Well, and Genie Buss has even alluded to the fact that this whole experiment with LeBron really hasn't been what they thought it was going to be. And They won just... one,
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> Cookie cutter.
0: Cookie cutter, bubble, nonsense. Don't know if I necessarily agree with that winning one. I Mm -hmm. think it should be an asterisk next to it. Los Angeles
1: won two asterisk (laughs) trophies. Yeah,
0: that's what I don't agree with. You know, it's because, like, if any team gets hot at that time and they're healthy at the right time, which Anthony Davis was, by the way, Anthony Davis can't last a full season to save his fucking life. Right. Um, So I, I just believe that LeBron needs to. I think he needs to retire until Bronny comes back, stay in great shape and just wait, just wait it out. Just just give yourself some time off. You've been doing this for almost 22 years at this stage, So just be done.
1: Yeah. But he's going to, he's going to get every, every record in the book that he can try to pull another one. And I mean, he's still like incredibly good. It's just, you see the random things with his body. Now he's got to take more time to rest and stuff. And, he needs a guy that can come in and help him out, and obviously the Russ and AD thing just didn't work out. It's just is what it is. Everybody knew that was
0: going to be a giant shit show. It's like, hmm, yeah. let's see, let's find four aging superstars and put them all on the same yeah. team. You're like, you know, this team. Well, the been hilarious the shit thing now too. Well,
1: right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. The hilarious thing now too is like people are making trade options that the Bulls could have if they signed him and traded him. To the Lakers, and I'm like, I don't want anybody on the Lakers at all. Like, no thanks. I don't want AD.
0: Maybe a lot of people are getting the Chicago wet dream of bringing a former Chicago guy home playing on the Bulls. Right. Because no. The last time you did that, that was D Wade, and that didn't fucking work. Yeah. So don't do it again.
1: Just. Oh well, right, it. and like, and yeah, D Wade was old, and we all knew it. AD's younger, but he's too broken. It's just like I. <sighs> I'll take a D if he's not on a max deal. <laughs> I just don't want him on a max deal. I don't
0: think that's I've why
1: that's I'm saying that. like Levine doesn't fit on the team. There's no reason he should be on that team. All they would get him for is like spot up shooting. And you're not giving a guy a max deal for spot up shooting. That's crazy.
0: No. And that's why I believe your, your thought process is that of Levine stays with the bulls.
1: Right? I think he just does. It's more money. It makes more sense. He's already got a spot and he's already been on the team forever. Like, Make him a I'm boy. with you.
0: I'm with you. I'm with you. Now, what I want to get into here, Vince, is we're talking yeah. about giving people the maxes and talking mm-hmm. about you know all the speculation that came out. When Manny Machado was a free agent, they were yes. saying the White Sox were offering a ton of money, the same amount of money that the other suitors were, like the Padres or the Yankees, because yeah. everybody was involved. And we all know how that ended. and Who knows if if that was smoke and mirrors or what. But needless to say, Manny Machado is playing like a man fucking possessed. The man man. is crushing life right now.
1: The San Diego Padres are kind of in a good spot right now. So last last year, the White Sox, the Padres, there were like all the flashy, fun, young teams coming up. Um, Padres, as we've documented a few times, ended last year. Under 500, which was obscene for the amount of talent they had in that team. They traded for a lot of guys. They're kind of like the Dodgers south of a lot of ways. But the biggest thing, the thing that kind of it relied on was Tatis ended up being good, which is what they needed, and they needed a superstar in Machado. Machado's been pretty good for them, yeah, the last couple years. I mean, he had 278 last year, 304 the year before. This year, he leads the league in six categories right now. He's been intentionally walked four times already (laughs) because he's hitting so well. 98 total bases, OPS plus of 1.042. So if anybody's into stats, that's like awesome. But the biggest thing is, is he's hitting 368. 368 right now with eight homers, 60 hits leads the league. This guy is kind of the lifeblood of the team. Like, sure, Tatis is, like, the flashy young guy. They all love him. But Machado's, like, that veteran. They gave him a lot of money. They need him to play well, and he is. I like to see it. I I always kind of liked Manny Machado. I don't know why. A lot of the things that he does, like, is not something that He's I would a definitely... He's of a
0: crybaby, but then again... Right, exactly. Was... That's what I'm he saying, was... but... He was trying to get himself out of a really shitty situation with the Orioles.
1: So. Yeah, and he's like, you know, I'll never be like Johnny Hustler or whatever. When he said that the one time, and he just kind of seems like whatever. He's kind of full himself, but for some reason, something about the way he plays, I just I find it enjoyable.
0: Well, and he's good difficult. this year. <laughs> oh, he's great this year, and it's difficult to <laughs> to find a basic five tool player. Yeah, where he's not the fastest. guy. I'm not saying that, but right. he runs fast enough. He's a defensive freak. And then insane. Not only Gap, his arm strength crushed. is fucking obscene, obscene and a defensive freak flash flashes the leather to do anything you could want him to do. So yeah. he is a perfect fit to shore up the hot corner. And right now he's not. He's playing more shortstop, which he's totally accustomed to doing. Yeah. Now, with all of that's that, what he, he wanted
1: was... to do for a while.
0: Right. And when it's he was like insane. signing with the
1: team, he's like, give me a chance to play shortstop, which is hilarious. I don't Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, Tatis, you know, being the former White Sox that he is, and the White Sox trading fucking James Shields. To, um... <laughs> we
1: don't have to relive it. it is oh, God.
0: It is. <laughs> PTSD. Sorry, squirrel. Anyway, yeah. with all of that being said, the man is a five-tool player. Now, here's another fun statistic. hmm On the inner portion of the plate, he has been successful at getting around on primarily – Half of them, because he's hitting 500 when he pulls the ball and has a Damn. slugging percentage of .907.
1: Dude, and he's got, like, the sexiest fucking swing when he turns on something. He's got a great
0: stroke. Got a he's great
1: got long-ass arms and a big-ass bat, so he hits it and it's just like... It's fucking just, gorgeous.
0: Just that that canapult effect that he has is just absolutely gross. And he The ability only- to
1: turn on something, it's huge, too.
0: Oh yeah, very quick hands, very quick lower half. I believe that this team, if they can pull it all together Fernando Tatís comes back, do they have a legitimate chance to be the team in the West that beats the Dodgers late in the season? I mean, cuz right now they're only a game and a half back. I mean, I want to say yes. Out of it's not out I of want out of to
1: bounds. say yes for so many reasons, but I don't think that's true. Man. Um I'll only say that just because One, the Dodgers have been in the playoffs every year for the last, like, fucking seven years. They have a lot of the same guys. They're, you know, they're battle-tested. And also, there's a lot of baseball left. I can say that for basically the whole first half of the season. There's so much baseball left. And there's always, like, a couple teams that, like, first two months, they're, like, really high up. And then all of a sudden, they're, like, boom, they're third in their division. And everything just kind of went bad. I don't think that's going to happen with this Padres team. But it is important to note that the Giants are heating up a little bit. Coming back to their form. Their pitching isn't as good as it was last year, which is kind of concerning, but they're going to get better as it goes. Um, and then don't forget about those New York Mets right now, man.
0: They, that just, dropped, a- they, they just dropped two to the Giants.
1: I'm just, I mean, no, but it's a long season. They're still six and four in their last 10. They're 13 and eight at home and 16 and nine and away. They're almost at 30 wins. And I think, nope, the Dodgers are the best team in the NL, but they're second best right. team in the NL right now.
0: Well, the Mets are looking really good. Francisco Lindor looks as good as he's ever been. I mean, he crushed us on you know the south side for a while, played for the Indians, and him and yep. Jose Ramirez. I don't know why they ever disbanded those two. I, I because don't
1: they stand. don't like to spend some money. I guess. They spent $0 this offseason.
0: But you got to spend some money yep. <laughs> to win Facts. in the MLB. And with all of that being said, I just feel as if that the Mets – Will be at the top of the NL East, but just watch out for the Braves. I I feel as if that there's this weird port pocket here and portion of time where they're kind of at a standstill in the NL East, where the Phillies and Braves are just at the same record, literally, yep, and have almost identical home and away records. Like it's pretty impressive to give that some clearance. I mean, the Phillies are eleven thirteen at home. And nine and ten on the road. And then the Braves are eleven and twelve at home and nine and eleven on the road. So this is very interesting to me as to how this is all gonna break down.
1: Well, it's like this kind of happened last year. I think um the Braves I I could be wrong, but I think they were a wild card team last year. They were Um, yeah, and like they kind of heated up way at the end of the season, and then they just never stopped.
0: They won a World Series, good for them. Phillies
1: I almost feel bad at this point, dude. Like I hope I they don't. start heating up. I the know. Phillies have been trying for so fucking trying so hard for so long. They've been signing people, it's not working. Their pitching staff can't like figure it out. And I like Castellanos. I like JT Realmuto. I like Bryce Harper for what it is.
0: Um and there it goes there goes Castellanos to the right.
1: <laughs> Castellanos to the left. Yeah, it's something tragic happens. Oh, no, it's the um, left, the
0: left, the left, the left.
1: Yeah. But uh yeah, so I don't it's just like come on guys (laughs) like figure it out i don't know i like i like the phillies i like the phillies when they're in the playoffs i find it fun i think it's good i like the colors work out great in the playoffs but it's just i don't know man they got like kind of like angels of the east you know they're like they got good players but it's just they can't figure out the pitching and it's just not working out
0: i mean does bryce harper ever get a chance to realize his talent after those you know uh NLCS appearances with the with the Washington Nationals.
1: Mish, this, he won the MVP last year.
0: I know, but that doesn't mean shit. You can win as many MVPs as you want. If you're not winning right. a World Series, does it ever matter?
1: Yeah, I know. But baseball's a team game too, but still it's like He's such a badass. Like I wanna see him play in like a meaningful game in October.
0: <laughs> the problem is is like, okay, the Phillies gave him all this money and you're not gonna be able to sustain putting a fair amount of talent around him for any st- Time frame that's worth the shit. So it's like, yeah. How does this make sense? I don't know. um I feel like Kyle Schwarber should have signed with the White Sox selfishly because he would have been a perfect fit on this team right now. Yeah, he would have had like two Gavin Sheets. I feel like a little bit more yeah. consistent. No, in gavin Schwarzer, Sheets being Triple A. Probably, although he's been crushing the ball lately. So you, can't, yeah,
1: the last couple games, yeah. You
0: can't you can't hate too much on it, but I right was now, like a
1: week and a half ago. <laughs>
0: No, I think you know, we'll get into that. But right now, I definitely feel like the NL's biggest contender is coming out of the West, which is going to be the yeah. Dodgers.
1: But it's don't sleep be the on Dodgers.
0: the Padres. No one's talking about how good the Padres are right now. Yeah. Um, and right now, a lot of people on the flip side of this, you know, uh, are talking a lot about the White Sox for many different reasons, Vince. Yep. And it's a little... Uh, I would say it's for,
1: it's for more like one reason. Yeah.
0: <laughs> And with all that being um, said, we are going to 35th Street. So Comiskey
1: Corner. Yes, welcome to the Comiskey corner. This How guy you doing?
0: How you eat doing?
1: a dog, drink a beer. Welcome to Kaminsky corner.
0: Scream at a random player on the other team. We're here for it. <laughs> Tokyo, Pretty best.
1: much. <laughs> um. All right. So I'll just Tim Anderson, Josh Donaldson drama, big thing. Josh Donaldson calls. Tim Anderson, uh, Jackie as reference to Jackie Robinson. Tim Anderson talks shit to him back. There's back and forth. Most recent, Tim Anderson basically said he used to call him he called me that in Minnesota when they when he was in Minnesota last year in the last couple of years. Um, Tim Anderson obviously didn't like it. There was chirping back and forth. He basically was like, I don't ever have to talk to you again. I don't want to. I think that's kind of what sparked this. So that happened again in the Yankees versus White Sox series this weekend um, with Josh Donaldson, I guess, saying the same thing to him. Tim Anderson being like, fuck you. I told you not to talk to me anymore. And then there's bad blood. They got the bench clear and hold roll, And then all you get later is an oppo taco right field home run for Tim Anderson to win the game. And it was Let's sweet, fucking, sweet, go. Baby.
0: Let's <laughs> fucking go. Let's fucking go. And then we lose the very next series to the fucking Boston not even, Red Sox. Not even the
1: series; play. it just feels like the series no, because <laughs> it feels like
0: it because they put up enough runs to. It was sixteen.
1: It was sixteen to two in the fourth inning. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was so bad. I, I hit uh, but... up Vince. I said, "Look, I said, look, the Red Sox scored two touchdowns and a fucking safety, and the Sox only scored a field goal. Yeah, so, bad. It was bad." <laughs> But let's not squirrel. But this this is interesting to me because this has been festering now for two weeks. Yep. Because I was at the game a couple Fridays ago. Okay. Yep. So on mm-hmm. Friday the yep. fourteenth game, home game. Timmy slides in the third pretty hard, stretching a uh, first to third, and Donaldson basically falls on Timmy, throwing his knee into his lower back, mm-hmm. and then all oh, shit broke loose.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, you got
0: TLR coming out of the bullpen. You got you got the bullpens clearing benches clearing. So this has kind of been a long time coming. In my it
1: has like, it's been a couple of years and then it's been the last two weeks. It's like, there's a lot of shit to this. It's there's back There's background to
0: this. Now, my question is, is this one game suspension for Donaldson? Too little fair. I don't know too if it's little. too, is it? I fair do just necessary.
1: because just based off of what has happened in the past. That's the only reason why I say that. Um, I think like yeah, like I don't know. Suspensions are stupid. But like Tim Anderson gets a gets a one game suspension for flicking off a team. Whatever. Uh, Joe Kelly got a one game suspension because I guess he threw out a guy's head. So like yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So like the one I can compare in my in my head because he did that little sad face. Everybody knows that picture. It's like a it's like a meme. Yeah. Um, Great. Love but it. But he yeah he did. He got eight games for that, which is why? Eight
0: games for that
1: eight games for that, was crazy. Um, so like obviously, the, it's kind of pick and choose with how I guess every sports league kind of does their suspension situation because the NFL is a very similar way too, where they just kind of choose what they want to based on how the situation feels. Um I think it probably should have been more just because there's there's background to it. Like it wasn't just a one time thing. It was like considerable over multiple years. Um, it's obviously racially motivated to a point. Whether or not he meant to, it is, because that's the actual situation that we're in currently. But it's just like, I don't know. I think one game just kind of feels like, all right, like he's he's been a bad boy. We should give him one game. Like if you're gonna do that, just don't give him many. And if you're going to give him a suspension, give him a series. Like that's kind of how I feel.
0: Well, my question is, was Downson really trying to diffuse the situation and say like, yo, dude, don't wanna like make this a thing, don't wanna continue no. to do it. Like it doesn't, it it, it doesn't feel that way. It seems like in a way, they're both at at harm here and in harm's way. At guilt, I would say a little bit because Ta didn't have to try and spike him that Friday night, which that is the alleged report. Yeah, and then Donaldson said, "Okay, you want to try and fucking spike me? I'm going to throw my knee into you." Um, that may have been warranted and then you go to New York and you're in Donaldson's place of business and now he's going to fuck with you a little bit. Yeah. But to go to this report, the Sports Illustrated report, Timmy Anderson never said he was the next Jackie Robinson. He said he felt as if. Yes. He is the next Jackie Robinson because of the allure and the amount of energy he wants to bring to the sport.
1: Yeah. And like he's bringing, you know, he brings the bat flips and then swag and the pizzazz to it. And that's kind of where it was coming from. I just, the only reason that it, it bothers me is just because this happened before. And he blatantly said, don't talk to me. Like, I don't want to talk to you. He obviously had considerable, like, I guess, disdain for the guy beforehand. So he knew what he was going to do when he said it to him in the first place, which is also a big thing as well, where it wasn't just like, I just said it didn't happen. It's like, I know what his reaction is going to be from that because it's from me. That's why it's stupid to me. Like, it's just like, and like outside of everything else, because the suspension wasn't for that. It was for the comments he made.
0: Well, if Donaldson doesn't even explain himself, is it's one of these situations where it's like, Hear no evil, see no evil. No one's gonna say anything to you because yeah. basically he didn't have to say a fucking word. He could have just right. said, Listen, I don't know what his he issue. He stirs is. the
1: pot. He stirs. He stirs the
0: pot. He's a he's a fucking shit stir. That's exactly I think, what he is. He's a fucking. Shitster. I
1: I think he might be just like a not a cool fucking dude. Like I think he's kind he, of just like the worst.
0: And you know this isn't the first altercation that the White Sox have gotten into him
1: with him uh, specific, not with teams, with, with him.
0: him. Because because Gio and not just the White Sox, (laughs) that's the thing. Well, no, but Lucas Giolito a couple years ago got into a spat with him pitching one game, and basically Donaldson was saying like, "Oh, I'm right here. What are you gonna do?" Yeah, and Gio didn't really say much, and he's like, "Yeah, that's right. You you want a pitcher fighting a hitter?
1: Fuck off. Get out of here."
0: Yeah, Nolan Ryan will fuck up Robin Ventura.
1: Yeah, dude, that was that was long. That was a long time ago. I mean, um, he fucked
0: him up too.
1: I mean, oh yeah, totally. Yeah, no one around um, was a dog. Absolute dog. But the thing is, too, is he had problems with Garrett Cole. Yeah. We remember this. That yeah, was a big thing because when he when he went to that team when he got traded, they're like, "Is this going to be a problem?" And they're like, "No, we figured it out." And the thing is, too, so like watching um, player reactions and kind of how we can go back to the strange and unusual with how the Forty ers fans reacted to that whole locker room situation. This one was more like people were getting interviewed for it. Especially Aaron Judge was most most notable for all these. He was getting interviewed for this, and he's just like, it's just not what you're supposed to say in a time like that. He's like, Th- like sure, I understand both sides, but like that's just not what you say. And I'm just like, yeah, that's, it you. seems it seems pretty clear to me. And like also, he's the star of that team. Like Stanton, maybe Cole, maybe, but J- Aaron Judge is is the Yankees. And he's saying that and then other guys behind him are kind of saying the same thing, kind of like, hey, you want to shut the fuck up for a moment, please? Because why are we doing this? This doesn't make any sense. That's kind of where I'm at, where it's just like he's not even doing it to help his team. He's not even doing it to, like, you know, put some juice in them. They lost the series after all that shit started happening. Tim Anderson responds to things like that. So it's just like, why are you doing this? Are you just a dickhead for no reason? It's so dumb.
0: Well, and here's what's interesting: you kind of lean into this whole theory of that every teammate that he's associated with, and anybody who's been associated with him, thinks he's a giant cock. Yeah. Is that like Hendrix, my favorite person, Liam Hendricks? <laughs> came yeah. to the are you gonna side?
1: Are you gonna side to him, side with him?
0: No, fuck that. Anyway, I was like, everybody, um,
1: calm down.
0: (laughs) Everybody, be the fucking shut up. No, 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 no. I'm not going to side with him. He still acts like he won Game Seven of the World Series when he closed out the fucking Royals. Anyways, um, he still came to the defense of a teammate, which I will support. I will support that. But then again, it's one of these situations he played with Donaldson in his MVP season in Toronto. Yeah. Okay. And basically stated that. You know, trust me, these two aren't friends, and you don't have inside jokes with people that you're not
1: that you're with. not friends with. Exactly. That's the Basically. point. It's not funny. It wasn't giggly. None of it was giggly.
0: So in a way of that saying, like, okay, you're gonna try and play this off as an quote an inside joke, but at the end of the day, you have a former teammate on the opposing team saying, Yeah, that fucking guy's full of shit. So yeah. this is interesting to me and where this is gonna go. I don't know if Donaldson in the future is going to be worth the squeeze. Do you think he gets blacklisted? Do you think it's one of these things where Yankees potentially move off of him at the trade deadline? Because I just don't know his value right now. now.
1: Yeah, and like he's not really playing every day third base. Like I know LeMahe was playing there too. He's 36 years old. Don't forget. He is not what he used to be, for sure. He's still a good hitter. He's like he's pesky as shit. He's very annoying to play against from just from a baseball perspective. Not the fact that he's like the worst, but um I don't know, dude. It's like he's gonna stay on this team and he will make spot starts at third. I don't think he's the everyday third baseman. Very weird trade with twins overall. How it breaks it all breaks down. You gave, but
0: you gave up Gary Sanchez.
1: He wasn't that, that good works. though. If you really look at it, he just wasn't that good.
0: Yeah, he strikes out a lot. Yeah but so it does just, josh donaldson yeah. right. to me you just traded for like the third base version of gary sanchez i guess he's a little bit more of a pesky hitter as you alluded to but yeah just for and example, a better defender I'm, he's a better defender he's a similar yeah i would say gary a was a defender, horrible defender but they're playing different positions yeah I mean, it's harder to yeah, catch him. you know they say yes Grandal is a wonderful technically defender. josh
1: donaldson is a catcher technically
0: Technically, but he started a as a catcher case. at least. Yeah, well, so did Paul Kirko. Didn't yeah. really work out, so did Kyle Schwerer. Yeah. Just saying, Wilson um,
1: Contreras started as an outfielder, I think, or a pitcher. Wilson
0: Contreras is an absolute pistol of an arm,
1: animal. Yes, all right. Just Sorry, a, that was just, a yeah, and you also
0: hit a guy in a cock, but that's a whole other yeah. story. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the <laughs> last week's episode, <laughs> or two Listen weeks, last, two <laughs> weeks yeah. ago, I hit right in the pills. <laughs> anyway, I look at this as he's only hitting 238 on the season. If this progresses, I mean. If he's just a flipping, just cancer your locker room. Why? Yeah. Why keep him in the fold. I, I don't. I don't see it. I know he's
1: getting paid a decent amount too. It's just Dog's I don't get paid back. I'm just glad he never played for the White Sox.
0: That's all. I, can I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, it's it's interesting to me now looking at this. It's one of these scenarios, Vince, to get to real talk now about our White Sox. When. We've been talking about, but when when is it legitimate to hit the panic button? Because I do know it is now May twenty fifth, but June's yep. gonna be here in like four days, six days. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of shitting my pants right now. Not gonna.
1: There's lie. yeah, there's a lot going on. Um, I am extremely worried about the offense because the majority of the offense is on the team. You know, like I know we're always we've been holding on home for like oh Lance Lynn's coming. You know. Xna last night, but besides that, Cease has been pitching really well. Um, Kopech's been really good. Like in reality, you have like a you have like a Cease, Gilito, Kopech, Lance Lynn, Johnny Cueto maybe to be that fifth guy based on I mean, how he's pitching now.
0: Both of his starts, I mean, so that's not like too yeah. out of bounds,
1: right? And that's pretty good. And then you got the bullpen, which you expect with the veterans that they have is going to work out fine. The thing is, is, like, you need guys to hit the ball. And, like, we already talked about it. Gavin Sheets. Uh, Yasmani has not hit the ball well this year. Larry Garcia is still on the fucking team. Someone riddle me that shit. I have no idea. Mankata, Vince, the better
0: question is, is how is Larry Garcia better rating in MLB the show than Moncada? It makes no it fucking make it, sense.
1: Dude, it pisses me off every time I see it. Make it make they sense. Needed, if anybody from freaking San Diego Studios is ever listening to this, just... Please, for the love of God, just take their numbers that they have, transfer them over, and then figure out an algorithm to do it that way. Because that's the only way to make it make any fucking sense based on what you're doing now. It doesn't make any goddamn sense at all. Larry yeah. Garcia is not that good. He's not a he's not a silver 76. It doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah, trash.
1: trash. Um, Pollock is hitting better. Eloy should be back within the month. Luis Robert is a good player. But it's just. I don't know. There's not a lot of depth on the bench. This was a worry coming into the season. Hey, what are we doing with the outfield? Adam Angle's doing okay
0: this year. Not great. Not horrible. Adam okay. Angle's Adam Angle. He'll always be, be Adam Angle. Adam Angle. Right. There was th- You're never going to get more out of Adam Angle than what he is today. Yeah. He is a C player. That's what. He- not a C minus, not a C plus. He's fast,
1: good defender. He'll Just hit like 230, C. but he'll have a couple home runs in there.
0: Like maybe if he runs into one, he'll hit a home run over the left field fence.
1: No, I mean he, he has—he actually has some decent power. It's just he doesn't make contact as much, He's which very
0: makes it awkward. Rough. Yeah, he—he's
1: he, he, a football awful. player playing baseball. Really,
0: that's honestly what it looks like. It, yeah. It, yeah, it definitely looks like he played football out of past life. But you know, he's so athletic and decided not—he to he take
1: did it actually. Fun fact: he was a really good wide receiver. Where at? Uh, well, in high school, I know he tried, he was going to play in college and he ended up moving to baseball, but he was a really, he was a really like a recruited wide receiver, I believe.
0: Well, you can't blame him. longevity, you know? Yeah. I mean, longevity is what's up. Oh, Vince. I mean, look at me right now. It's all started to get a little dark in here and I uh, look like I'm telling a ghost story.
1: The sun's anyway. going down.
0: The sun's going down. Well, with that being said, I think this is a great place to wrap it. Yes, uh, Vince, you know, next week. And we keep alluding to this. I hope but we're everybody... actually doing it. We were going to do it today,
1: but you know, things he's
0: ready. He was about guys. to come back today, but he couldn't find his mic. So Norman Nate, if you're listening to this, find your damn mic. He also said have... the
1: people aren't ready. He said the people aren't ready for this, dude. So you guys people gotta be ready, ready for this.
0: It. And Vince has got you. fucking candles going on in his room right now. Like he's having a I do. It smells like vetiver bus. and
1: moss. It's sexy in this bitch
0: vetiver and moss
1: hey i'm a man i like the finer things in life you know this
0: i think we're gonna end on vetiver and moss (laughs) vince's favorite candle flavor a little classy a little sassy baby. you gotta love it well everybody we thank you so much and we appreciate you being here we appreciate all the downloads all the listens everything i mean honestly vince i don't even think we even took the time to look at our volume here over the past few months. But I mean, this is significant. It's huge. I never would have thought it in a million. Honestly, it blows me away sometimes.
1: If you guys stick with us, we're sticking with you, sweethearts. It's wonderful to see. I really, we really, 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 really do appreciate it. And we want to keep this going as long as possible. So your support is paramount for us people.
0: Paramount. We appreciate all the love people as always continue to download, like, share, listen, follow, of course, and then if you are tuning in on the Spotify, you got to rate rate us. Please rate us.
1: Rate us on how handsome we are and give us fives because we're freaking handsome.
0: Vincent's wicked 80s style Bears hat right now. Wicked! Absolutely loving it. (laughs) All right, people. As always, we will be back next week with a fresh college football review. See you soon.
1: Peace!